amazing. Wanna leave my old life behind. You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about detachment. So this week I want to tell you a story about something that appeared insignificant in my life on the surface. But as I was thinking about it later, I realized it really can serve as a map or a blue a blueprint for us to create what we want in our lives. So I'm going to tell you about that this week. And so if you're new to the show, welcome. This is the Create What You Speak podcast uh, where we take a one-word topic every week and I break it down and give you some ideas to make some improvements or adjustments in your life to help you create the life that you want. So as most of you know, who've listened to the show, I live in Nashville and I live in what is called a tall and skinny house here. So basically the city as, as the developers started moving in when they were doing a lot of this regentrification, they got smart when they were building all these houses and they found a way to legally put two houses on one lot. And it's, they, they did something called an HPR, or horizontal property regime, which really doesn't matter. But what that means in the end for me and, and many, many people who live here is that we do own our homes, but we share the lot with someone else. And so, as you can imagine, since there are two houses on one lot, the houses are built up tall rather than wide. And so I own a home that's referred to as a tall and skinny, which is basically just a two-story house. <laughs> so anyway, I've had this issue at my house lately with spiders and wasps. And okay, so I guess I wouldn't say it was lately. This has been going on for a while, but I've just ignored it. And then recently I was cleaning off my front porch and I noticed the spider situation had gotten out of control. Like it was to the point it was like grossing me out. And so I started to spray some, you know, that at home spray stuff and all of a sudden it was like arachnophobia on my porch. I mean, these spiders started coming out of their nest, like with this, I'm sure this air of rage. And It was so disgusting. Like, I'm running away screaming because I'm, like, grossed out by this. And so I was at the point with this. I'm like, I can't take this anymore. And and since my house is really tall, like I said, I could see way up high there were places I couldn't reach. And there were tons of spider webs and nests and just all this disgusting stuff, which was way beyond my scope of home maintenance. So I decided to call someone about this, like, because I need to get help with this. And so let me tell you how something like this used to go for me. So first off, I would have started out again grossed out and disgusted, but then I would have been pissed that I would have had to deal with something like this, right? Like that, And then that anger would lead to the annoyance of having to deal with someone coming to my house because I don't like people coming into my house. I just don't like that. It's like a thing for me. Um, I would be annoyed by the cost and then having to even deal with it to begin with. And then I would go, <clears throat> I know myself, I would go down this like, you know, this pity party of how it sucks that I live alone and I have to take care of this all on my own and, and on and on and on. And I would end up like somewhere totally different at the end. Like some, I would start with being pissed about, you know, having to have somebody come take care of bugs. And in the end, I would be sad and depressed that I was single. Like, I, I don't know. Somehow that's how that would go for me. So as you can imagine, I was not paving a positive path when things like this happened. And, and in the past, because I had set this negative pattern, like this negative momentum in motion, the end result usually wasn't good, right? It was like struggling. It was, I would end up spending more than I wanted or I'd be mad and, you know, have problems with the company and and blah, blah, blah. So 
looking back on that now, it's easy for me to see why those kinds of scenarios happen because I was setting them up that way, right? I was setting the momentum towards the negative and I was asking the wrong questions. Like, why is this happening to me or what, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I would get mad and frustrated and then I would act when I was mad and frustrated. And so that would bring me more madness and frustration, right? (laughs) And it was like I would, I would seek and seek and, and seek and then you have this whole efforting thing going on. And I would hate the whole process. So, so that's how it used to be for me. That's not how it is anymore, but that's how it used to be. And it's not that way anymore because I know better now. And I know I can act better in situations like that, like this, so that I end up getting better results. And so that's what I did in this situation. So I, I'm, I realized I need to get somebody to come deal with these bugs. And, and I started to feel myself go backwards into those old patterns. But instead of getting mad and, and asking these terrible questions that would give me the wrong answers or even block a good answer from coming in, I just decided it was going to be easy, right? Like, it, it's just going to be easy this time. I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not going to get pissed off about it. I, I'm just going to let it go. I'm just going to kind of t- approach this easily. And so, you know, I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm grateful that I have the income to pay for something like this. And, and even more grateful that I own this awesome home that that I love in a city that I love. And, um, you know, this is just part of what happens when you own a home. And, you know, so I, I was setting myself up for, for a different type of momentum with this. And so I looked up online, I found a company and I had good reviews. So I called the guy and he called me back and he was running through the prices and he told me it was going to be $350 for the initial treatment. And then they would need to do the treatment every other month. And that would be approximately $115 or $700 a year, plus the initial $350 treatment. And as he was giving me those prices, I didn't like it. (laughs) I didn't like it. And I could see myself start to get riled up about that. And so I said, nope, wait a minute. That's not how this is going to go. So in my mind, I'm like, all right, let me just take a break from this. And in my mind, I said, you know, universe, I don't like this pricing. So find me something better and let it be easy. And that's it. I let it go and I forgot about it. And that was it. And so that was last week, I think, when that all went down. And so this week I was talking to my mom and, um, I forgot, I was going to talk to her about this bug thing and I forgot. And so later on I text her to tell her what the first guy told me. And I said, I didn't want to pay that. And I'd find somebody else and just went on. And so then about an hour later, she texted me back and she was telling me the price that they pay with this national company. And which was like $113 every quarter or $450 a year. And so then she was telling me there's a $50 coupon online. So I said, okay, okay, I'll call them the next day. So the next day I woke up and I started, you know, my day, whatever. And I remembered that I needed to call them. And so as I was picking up the phone and, you know, I I didn't really have any feelings about this, right? Like I wanted to get it done, but I I wasn't really attached either way. And I knew if it didn't work out with them, there would be another company that came along. So I wasn't really, had no emotion about that. And so the guy was reviewing the pricing with me and he was telling me it'd be 159 for the initial treatment and then 109 every quarter, or again, about $450 a year. And so... I said, okay, but online I saw there's a $50 coupon and he said, no problem. I'll honor that. So the first treatment went down to 109 and then 109 every quarter after. Perfect. Got signed up. The guy came out today to do the first treatment. Everything's good. Easy, easy, easy. I'm totally okay with the pricing and I was super happy that they could come out and take care of it the next day. Okay. So you're probably thinking and wondering why am I telling you a story about hiring a bug spray company? Why does that even matter? And here's my response. Because the way I handled this is the way you handle getting anything you want in your life, no matter what it is. The new job, the new house, the new car, the relationship, whatever it is. The way I handle this is how you go about getting what you want in your life. And and let me explain what I mean. 
So I chose this example because I had no attachment to it. I really didn't care. I knew it needed to happen, but this has been going on for quite a while and it wasn't that out of control. So I probably could have tolerated it, but I was detached as we're talking about this week. I I was totally detached and I doubt any of you listening would have any attachment to a topic like bug spray. So it's easy for us all to see this from an objective view. So like I said, there's no emotion tied to it. It's just bug spray. And that's exactly why it worked out so well because there was no attachment to it. I really didn't care. And when we let go of our attachment to something, it's like we let go of this resistance that's keeping the thing we want from coming into our lives. But when we have something we really want, right? Like we really, really want, it's really big to us, like the relationship or the house or the car or the job, it's easy for us to get so attached to it that we like, it's like we choke the life out of it because we're holding on for dear life. Like, you know, if you think about like a kid holding like a baby bird or something, like they, there's so much excitement and so much like glee about this little tiny thing that like they want to squeeze too hard, right? They want to choke it too hard. And that's how it is for us with what we want and the, the bigger, the things that we perceive as bigger coming into our lives. And so we try, so because we're holding on to this for dear life, it's like we're in trying to control all the circumstances around it. That actually blocks the thing we want from coming in. And it blocks it because the energy that we're sending out to the world is this energy of constriction, of, of closed offness, of tightness. It's like, 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 um, balling up your fist, you know, like white knuckling it, like like crushing something so hard because you want it so bad. And, I know, for me at least, that's not how the things I want come to my life. The things that I want come when I'm open and I'm flowing and it's easy and when I'm in a state of detachment. And so if you think about anything you want right now in your life, think about anything you want, whatever it could be, something that feels really maybe big to you that maybe you don't feel is coming in. Think about how you're approaching that. Like, are you worried about it? Like, do you have anxiety about it? Are you freaking out about it all the time? Are you like obsessed with thinking about it and how it's going to happen? And and maybe you're trying to control parts of it or all of it by putting out all this effort and doing all these things, even when doing those things may make you feel bad. If you do, then this is what I'm talking about when I say we're choking the life out of it. Like our energy when we're doing those things, like feeling anxious or worried or controlling, is what blocks what we want to come in. And I know this letting go and this like um, flowing easier may feel like the opposite of what you should do because, for one, most of us are used to efforting so hard in our life. And that's probably the way we've always done it. So we don't really know any better, but it also feels like when you let go of something like that, you let go of the control of it. But the real truth is we never had the control to begin with and are hanging on and are, you know, constricting and, and sucking the life out of it only causes like self-inflicted pain during that process. And if you did this in the past where you maybe you efforted and you were anxious and, you know, constricted and all of this, like maybe you did end up getting what you wanted, but I'm pretty sure that probably didn't feel very good. And it probably came to you after a lot of difficulty and pain. And so what I really wanted to convey in this episode is that there is another way to do things that can be easy. And in fact, if you've been trying all those other ways and you aren't getting what you want, I would offer that what I'm talking about in this episode is another approach to do those things. I mean, what have you really got to lose, right? You've been trying the hard way for so long, so why not try something different? And so that's what I wanted to get into this with detachment and, and how you really do that. Like, how do you really detach from something that you want? And this has been something I've struggled with for a long time because 
you know, how do you detach from something you really want and, and change from the efforting and the control and the anxiety to a place of being able to let go and just let go and trust like in the bug spray example. I mean, I can only offer what's worked for me, but I promise if, if there are things in what I'm talking about that feel good to you or feel like a relief for you or feel like I can do that. If you start with that and start feeling your way through it, you're, you're going to find a process or a process isn't the word. You're going to find a, a method or an approach that works for you and be able to, to alter it for what feels good to you. So you may even see areas of your life where you've done this, where you've just maybe completely let go and detached. Maybe you didn't even know that you were doing it, but you ended up getting what you wanted. And, and that was why, because you let go. There was no attachment to it. You were just, it was easy for it to come in because you weren't blocking it off. And so how do you do that? How, and and how, how do you do that? I mean, that's the question. That's something I've been working with for years, like since I started changing my life. I mean, and, and here's the only way I can describe this to you in words that I know will make sense. And to me, it's more than, it's more of a feeling. It's a, it's a, it's a letting go. It's a, it's a, when the tight, if you think about like tightening all your muscles up and then relaxing them, that's what, what this letting go feels like to me. Cause it's like a, it's like a free falling. It's like a, I am so used to controlling something that I feel so out of control right now because I am letting go and free falling. And it's like this surrender where we stop battling ourselves on, on the topic. And we just, we get to this level of letting go that is so fucking uncomfortable. I mean, if I could explain to you the level of discomfort I have with letting go, it, it's, it's, it's like, I feel like I'm going to actually lose my mind because it is so uncomfortable. But if you stick with that and you can keep moving past that, that's where you actually will start to see things turn around towards what you want. Because it's in that letting go, that letting go, you started this momentum of trusting the universe, of, of getting out of the, the shitty bad thoughts and the the subconscious programming and you've started to believe that the universe can deliver it to you and that you don't have to control it and that maybe there's a better way for it to come than the way you've been trying to do it. And yeah, you deserve it and you deserve to feel better about the situation and you deserve more, more than anything. <laughs> you deserve to stop the self torture and the battling and you're willing to be okay with just letting go and being happy. And and I can tell you, my God, there is so much relief in that. So much relief in that. So, so this letting go and this free falling is the way I describe it. And this, it's almost to me, it's like a sense of I'm losing control because I'm not doing anything about the thing that I want, but that's when it That's when the good comes in. And with that, if you start to change the way you talk about it too, like changing your speech is a big part of how you create your reality. We've talked about that and that's the focus of the show, but the transformation and changing your speech, like you always have a choice to do that. And when you fight that change by holding on to those limiting beliefs, and then again, keep speaking about the limiting beliefs, right? Like arguing for your own limitations, you're not going to create your new reality. So changing your, the way you talk about it is a big thing is a really big part of this. But then the last piece I think is to stop acting when you feel bad, like stop acting when you you're in that anxious or nervous or trying to control situation, because this is really the worst time to take action because that's what you're going to continue to get, right? So if you think about, if you act from a place of fear or anger, you're going to keep getting more fear or anger. And if there's anything you pick up on from this episode, I think stopping the action when you feel bad, if you stop doing that, that's where you're going to, you're really going to see some significant changes in your life. So 
free falling, letting go of the control, changing the way you talk about it, and then stop the action when you're feeling bad. Those are the things I can offer you this week that help you detach from what you really want and start to enter that space where you can feel good no matter what is going on in your life. And I know this sounds maybe hard, or maybe it sounds like the opposite of what you think you should do. And, and I have struggled with this immensely, immensely. But I've been practicing this in, in other areas of my life this week, big areas for me. And I've noticed not only do I feel better, but I'm starting to see a shift in things. And I'm starting to, you know, I'm letting go of that balled up anxiety and fear so I can let the other stuff come in. And I think, you know, I know that, again, I know this can seem impossible because that's what I used to think, but I promise you it's not. And I think if we start to look past what we see today, like what we see today is our reality and start to, you know, ask ourselves, is that really true? And are there other possibilities that exist? We can, you know, we can, we can get this new perspective and maybe instead of fearing this blank space, when we feel like nothing's happened, we can start to appreciate that space and, and see that it's wide open, right? Like anything can happen. It's unpainted, it's colorless. And when we detach, we can give ourselves a chance to create in that space. We give a chance for, for good things to come in. And when we see past the fear, we can, we can focus on that new horizon with, with clearer thoughts that bring us to a better mental state. And you really are unlimited in your potential to create. So that to me is like such an uplifting thought because it, 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 it means there's so many possibilities awaiting us. And so as you move forward this week, I, I really would like you to try an experiment that ties all this together. And it's a simple one. So pick something that you aren't really that attached to, like bug spray for me, right? And start to make the association between the thoughts you think about it, the way you feel, and then what comes next, like what manifests in your reality. Because when you think good thoughts and you feel good about it, something good is going to come from that. But when you think bad, you feel bad and negative, and you and you that's what you're focused on, then, then something you probably don't want is what's going to come from that. So try that this week and see what happens. Try to... Pay attention. If you have to, write it down or whatever you need to do. But start to make the association between the thoughts that you think, the way you feel, and then what comes next in your life. And as you get really good at this, you can start to apply this process to the bigger things that really matter. And I can promise you with everything that I have, you will start to see the results that you want. But it has to come from you, right? It all has to come from you. Life has been knocking at your door all this time, and it's just a matter of you opening up. And I feel like and my goal and my intention with this episode, with what we've talked about, is, is giving you the, the, the tools to do exactly that. All right, so that's it for this week's show on detachment. I'll do a quick recap of this episode. I'm going to talk about the songs I chose, and then I'll close this out. So I started talk this week, this episode, telling you the story of, of getting someone to come to my house to address the bug problem I had. And I chose that story to illustrate this because it was one I had very little attachment to, and I imagine you wouldn't either if you think about it. And that story illustrated perfectly a want that I had and how I let go and turned it over to the universe, trusted the solution would present itself to me, and that's what it did in a very effortless and easy way. And yes, it can seem easy to do with these things that we don't really care about, but I want you to start to realize that you can do the same with the bigger things you want in your life, like the job, the relationship, or the car. It's just a matter of letting go and trusting in the universe to bring you what you want. But if you can let go, if you can let go to the point where it is just, it is so uncomfortable. Like for me, it's like epic levels of uncomfortableness. If you can let go though and trust, 
and and just believe that the universe is going to bring you what you want, you're going to start to see different results. But if you can't let go, you're going to get more of the same. And the best way I can tell you to do that is to start to pay attention and make the association between the thoughts that you think about what you want, the way you feel, and then what comes next. When you think good thoughts about it, whatever it is for you, and you feel good, good things are going to come. But when you feel bad and you think bad about it, something you probably don't want is going to keep coming from that. So before I close out, I want to remind you that you really do have all the power in your life. If you can change your mind, you can change your life. And I know because I've done it and I did it in big, big ways. And while, you know, it's easy to blame, you know, maybe education or money or connections, really the way you change your life is about being in control of your mind and your thoughts. If you can program your mind to believe in yourself and you can detach and detach and detach and think when you've detached enough, you detach some more and you just keep letting go and know and trust that you already have today what it takes to get what you want. You really do. And we talk about the law of attraction on this show, but really an easy way to think about that is just a reprogramming of your thoughts to be what you want. And it's a really simple secret that is so overlooked that most people, they won't even understand the power of it, so they dismiss it. But you do. You're different. You're different because you're listening to the show and you've attracted this very podcast to be broadcast to your ears so you could hear this today. And so I want you to know the key to getting what you want is overcoming your limiting beliefs and aligning yourself with the energy of what you want in your life. And you can do that. I promise you. All right. Songs for this week. I really love this intro song, Alligators by Monsters, by Of Monsters and Men. Okay, so I love this song. I love the chorus. I see color raining down, feral feelings swaying round, but I don't know what you want. I'm open, I'm open and I'm restless. Let me feel it out. Let it all come out. And then she talks about in the chorus, wake me up, I'm fever dreaming, and now I lose control. Now I lose control. I'm fever dreaming. And I, I found this really good article about the explanation of this song because I didn't really know what it meant. And so the, and I'll link to the article in the show notes, but the article is talking about like, just the depiction of the alligator. It's like there's an emphasis placed on emotion and perception over the external world. And so the song is written from the perspective of someone who's in the midst of an experience that maybe is made up of like emotional intensity, right? A lot of the stuff that we're talking about today on the show is like, there's a lot of emotional intensity to it. And so the song is a, I guess to me, it feels like it, it leaves this, like it's like getting that emotion out or it's a way to process the emotion, which I always talk about for me that songs are a way to process emotions. And so the song is Alligators by Monsters and Men. And I'm not going to go into much more of the article. If you're interested, um, definitely uh, check out the link in the show notes. But I don't I don't like to put my ideas of what songs mean or other people's ideas on you. So um, that's up for you to decide. But I, I am going to link to that in the show notes. All right, outro song is called, okay, I like this one, Chill or Be Chilled by the Polish Ambassador. I, I just found this on one of my Spotify rotations. And so part of the chorus goes, like to dance alone to the beat of a rebel revolution, because when the heat is on and the wind is still, it's it's all on your will, chill or be chilled. So I like that. It's all on your will, chill or be chilled, right? Like, because we have the choice. We can chill out about the things that we want, or we can have things happen to us where we're forced to be chilled, right? Like we get schooled or we get something happens. We come to the point with ourselves that we cannot battle the topic anymore. And so the only thing we can do is just let go and be chilled. And so I really love that song. I just like the feel of it. Um, I don't know anything about this band. I just happened to find them on, like I said, on my Spotify playlist. So check it out if you like it.
All right, that's it for this week on our topic of detachment. I would love to know what you think about this episode. If you have questions or if you have something that you would like to share, if you've had something happen in your life that you'd like to come on the show and talk about, I would be happy to talk to you. So email me, sloanfremont at gmail.com. You can visit my website, sloanfremont.com. Find me on Instagram, sloanfremont. And if you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review it in iTunes so more people can find me. All right, that's it. So have a great week. Abracadabra. Now go forth and create what you speak. Like to dance alone. To the beat of the rebel revolution. Because when the heat is on and the wind is still, it's all on your will. Chill, be chill. And I say, hey.